Blog Talk Radio. working as usual <laughs> I got Girl. so much going on oh my god y'all don't even know it's but been a long it's, week <laughs> but this is the thing my goal is to work for me and work less for other people corporate wise you know what I'm saying I want to be able mm-hmm. to offer jobs to other people I want to be able to do you know work in that capacity as far as businesses and things of that nature but it's been a long, mm-hmm. it's been a long week because it take a lot to be the boss. Definitely been a long week. No, no, no grass grows on my feet. And it was kind of good to hear our tune tonight, Leash. I kind of missed it. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, but on the 23rd, we have the uh, creator of our, our intro, uh, Boss One mm-hmm. is going to be here in the chat room giving us a hip-hop um, history lesson, as we would say here in the chat room. So he's going to be in here talking that talk with us, and we'll be able to um, thank him and let him know how much we mm-hmm. we appreciate his um, intro that he created for us. He is a, um, a artist as well as a, a producer in the Bay Area. So mm-hmm. we do appreciate him taking time out of his busy schedule to be able to help us Absolutely. free of charge. <laughs> you got to put that in there now. <laughs> we do appreciate every contribution to the ladies of last chat. You guys have no idea how much Leisha and I appreciate it. Absolutely. How y'all doing this week? Weekend is here. We got two fabulous guests today. Our topic today is missing in action. Mm-hmm. 
Now you know you're going to have to be doing some explaining. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you have a vision, when you're focused on the vision, you, you're creating your own lane. At some point in time in that process, you're going to come up missing in action. People not going to see you. Friends not going to see you. People not going to talk to you. Why? Because you're focused and, and moving uh, and trying to pave your own lane. And in that process, you can't really be socializing and hanging out and all those things that you used to do you can't do anymore mm. all the people you used to hang out with you can't hang out with them anymore because you you got you've adjusted and you're you're making your life different and it's requiring a different type of movement from you mm-hmm. okay that's kind of interesting because you know that's how I've always viewed social media I don't I'm only here when on here when I have to otherwise I'm working creating and doing what I got to do to keep moving ahead. So it's interesting because I've never been one to just sit on social media all day. I just I just have too much going on in my life, you know, whether it be radio, work, family, or whatnot. But it's interesting. Um, I like the topic, Missing in Action. So we're going to take it and we're going to run with it and we're going to see how our two fabulous guests respond with their intake on it. How's how's that? So once again, welcome to Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony. We got the one and only Miss Leisha. She'll be joining us back in just a moment. Tonight's topic once again is missing in action with author Inspirational Treasure and creative artist Kalan Justice. Now y'all know Leisha and I can mess up a name. So if I got that name wrong, I apologize in advance. But they will set me straight when they get up in the chat room. But for all you guys that are joining us for the very first time, we want to thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. But just to give you guys a little bit of what Leisha and I do here on Let's Chat, you know, we started off our radio show about six, seven years ago because Leisha and I are readers first and foremost. So we focus mainly and primarily on literature, but our show has evolved into so much more. We now celebrate the dopeness of all arts, whether it be literature, musical, you know, publishers, actors, singers, lawyers, whatever the art is, they have come to the doors of Let's Chat, and we have so appreciate each and every one of them, but our show allows our guests as well as our listening audience to interact in an intimate, fun, friendly environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do. And for those that always join us, y'all know it gets passionate up in the chat room when Leisha and I have our guests up in here. But we love that because we never know who's listening, and they need a word at that moment. And trust me, so many words have been shared and absorbed in the chat room. So get ready for another great night. It's Friday night. Topic tonight, Missing in Action, two fabulous guests. And we're going to be getting that show started momentarily. Until then, let's listen to some wonderful music. Y'all know Leisha and I love music. And we have such a diversified musical library. So let's play some music until we get our, our guests up into the chat room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, 
to hide it Cause I've been trying to find you Been looking high and low Wanting you more and more To come and dirty wine yeah. I love the way you move Like how you're doing what you're doing You got me hypnotized Got me all in my mind I'm trying not to lose it Your body, body, body Drop it down low then you pick it up I want it, want it, want it I want you so bad I can't get enough Your body, body, body Ooh, got me in my feelings Girl, you're a star That's what you are You know, you know you're doing something to me Got my emotions on a roller coaster ride Yeah, this thing going on between us Something I can't fight Not tonight, not tonight I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love Out here on the dance floor I'm in love on the dance floor I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love out here on the dance floor. Come out of hiding, cause I've been trying to find you. Been looking high and low, wanting you more and more to come and dirty wine. Yeah. I love the way you move, I love the way you move. Like how you're doing what you do, like how you're doing what you do. You, you got me hypnotized, got me all in my mind. I'm trying not to lose it. Your body, body, body Tell me about the big, I don't even care no. I want it, want it, want it I want you to myself, I don't want to share I don't wanna share. Your body, body, body Ooh, got, got me, me in my feelings Girl, you're a star Ooh, that's what you are You know, you know you're doing something to me Got my emotions on a roller the ride, the ride. Yeah. This thing's going on between oh. us.
try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planted on solid ground From the New York home to the Florida shine Up to the Maryland, D.C. line Back down south, red peach prime Sweet Georgia, where I reside Tell me why do I have to cry out Tell me why should I even pray Tell me why should I worry about it Tell me why should I lose my Thank you. 
Alright, alright, alright. You are now tuned in to the mother uh uh-uh, greatest. Right and royalty ready. We are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. Child, you know, blog talk's not going to wear my nerves if they technical difficulties on today. You know, we work around it. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, we have that great music in the studio, Leisha. Those are just, you know, Leisha and I are avid readers, but we're also avid music lovers, and we love good mm-hmm. music. And you just heard two wonderful pieces by people that have contributed music to the Ladies of Less Chat. Yes, 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 absolutely. And I'm excited because, you know, we got E.P. Pope coming up in this thing. Um, so I'm excited for that. We got him coming in on the 23rd, too. So we're going to have a hot show. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing some things. So if y'all haven't checked out, you know, we have his music in rotation. Leisha and I play it at least three or 50 times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Right, he's a producer. A lot of people know him from the producer side and the things, the uh, producing that he does for Jay Z or Kanye West or you know any artist that he's working with. Um, but he is also a a jazz artist. You know, he's an artist mm-hmm, himself, mm-hmm. so we don't get the spotlight that a lot. So I want to be able to make sure that we're spotlighting that he dope in real life, like all the way around mm-hmm. though. That smooth jazz, we love it. So once again, if you'd like to have your music showcased here on Let's Chat, no worries. Just send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. And you can also use that email address if you'd like to be a guest here with Alicia and I up in the chat room. Once again, that email address is the chat radio show at gmail.com. Absolutely. And make sure you're following us. You can catch the chat room almost anywhere now. Uh, All of our Let's Chat Live segments, uh, the audio version of that show is going to be placed on Spreaker, so you can go back on Spreaker Radio and uh, listen to the archives from Let's Chat Live. You can get it on Spotify. Mm -hmm. It's going to still be available on um, iTunes, so we're literally on every platform. Plus, Make sure y'all head over to Ebony TV where you guys can watch the replays um, of our shows. We are now doing advertising where you can advertise uh, a 30-second video or voiceover uh, on our shows. You can do one spot or two spots. Um, if you're interested in advertising on Let's Chat, please send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. If you want to be a sponsor, we do have a sponsorship package Um Make sure you send your request, and we'll be able to get with you and um, get those get to popping. We appreciate all the support that we're getting. Honestly, we we really do. And now that that live show has started, you know, y'all get to see Leisha and I up close and personal. Cause y'all know Leisha be up in the in the spotlight. I'm usually the one in the behind the scenes. <laughs> you know, spread her make sure her 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 hair done her her. No tissue on her shoe, but now y'all get to see me up close and personal on my Facebook Live. And uh, let me tell y'all, I know. it's an adjustment. <laughs> it is. Listen, because it's like, listen, <laughs> I, uh, I'll be like, oh, I got a live. I, I need like 
two hours before the show to get my mind right, to put something on my face, put like some honey and coconut oil before I wash it, let it sit. You know, I got like a whole thing I do. I might, may or may not wear makeup, you know how I'm feeling. Definitely gonna comb my hair, so it's a, it's a process, you know. You gotta, it's a, it's a whole process, so I gotta make sure it's right. But see, y'all, y'all hear how she gets ready? Child, let me tell y'all, I'm gonna let y'all know the the real deal. <laughs> see, I'm working all day. I literally roll from one area to the next, <laughs> and however I look for work, that's how y'all gonna see me alive. <laughs> Cause I literally, I'm like, please, I'm on my way. I'll be there in a sec. I'm, I'm coming. I'm on my way because I'll be getting caught up in my job. Sometimes I don't be able to leave when I'm supposed to leave. I'm like, let me just roll right on over here. Dinner ain't done. Hubby hasn't eaten dinner. Kids hasn't eaten dinner. Sorry, guys. I got a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Nick Cannon's still in the news, T. Did you hear that? You hear about it? So, he is still no, in the news. No, I did. Update me. Uh, okay. So, he's still in the news. We want to make sure we send prayers out to Tamar Braxton. Um, she was rushed to the hospital on yesterday. Um, and so, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're praying for her, sending her good vibes um, and, and healing vibes to her as well. Give her, you know, mm-hmm. peace and just allow her to, to heal. Um, but Nick apologized. So this is the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are upset because he apologized. Um, mm-hmm. But in the position that he is in, he has to look at everything around him, right? And right. so right. he has fans that are not just African-American. And so it was offensive to them. Now, we don't understand but he had to understand that it was offensive to them. He had to learn why it was offensive, and he had to correct himself and apologize to that offense. Now, mm-hmm. I was listening to Dr. Heavenly's uh, live, and Funky Dineva was on there. And Funky Dineva broke it down to, you know, a lot of times we don't think other people should be offended when we say or do things. Um, mm-hmm probably because we don't feel heard a lot of the time. But mm-hmm. I will say I think that other um, cultures demand their respect. And mm-hmm. when we demand our uh, respect, it's more so offensive to others. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to find mm-hmm. anyone from the Jewish community that's going to allow uh, Hitler um academic and art school in their neighborhood. They're not going to allow it because it's mm-hmm. disrespectful. But you mm-hmm. sent a black student to a Robert E. Lee high school. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we, we, we're not really aware that we should be offended because it's disrespectful. Um, and mm-hmm. so a lot of other cultures know how to say, no, we're not going to accept that. And I think that they're just getting used to us saying, no, we're not going to accept that. Um, it's not saying nothing Nick Cannon said was wrong because it was not. He was point on. Um, and he said it as sensitive as he could. Um, mm-hmm. But there were some things that he wasn't sensitive enough about. And some of the people around him had to explain to him why people were offended. And that's why he, mm-hmm. he apologized. 
Um, and as mm-hmm. as a CEO, as a, a he's a whole corporation by himself. He has to think about that. Um, he has to look at that. He has to look at the, his fan base is not just African American, and so he has to be sensitive to all of his fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you think about? Hey, this? You know something. I hear what you're saying, and I have to totally Wait. agree with the. <laughs> she said, you know something. <laughs> You know, I be, I be, when, when you break it down, I do be listening and I put my little spin on it. But I do have to agree with you that a lot of cultures demand their respect. There's no doubt about it. You know, they demand it day in and day out. But on the flip side, we as a people, we don't. You know, sometimes it's due to unawareness. I'm not going to say ignorance because you just may not be aware. And I think a lot of times when people say something to offend us and they get a reaction whereas a sponsor is pulled, that's when the apology comes or that's when the apology is, 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 is forthcoming, you know, because they've lost money. And I don't feel well, like this sincere I, I don't then. Think, I don't think he necessarily lost money. No, not, just, not just him. I'm talking about in general as, as we as a people when someone offends us as a oh, people. Oh, okay says something against us, but not necessarily Nick Cannon, but I'm saying as we as a people, when we're offended, you know, people don't, they don't, they're not as outraged as if a Jewish people, Jewish people are offended, exactly. or Caucasian until, people until are offended, it, you know, or German it, people. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, until you know, it affects their finances. Right. Right, because, you know, the protests and, and all of the George Floyd and the Brianna, this mm-hmm. is affecting their, their finances now. So now right. we get an email, we support Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter. You know, so listen, mm-hmm. we are on your side. Don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. we don't have nothing to do with him because we don't want our right. finances to be affected because we know that you guys matter. Your 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 mm-hmm. buying power matters, and corporations have said, "Listen, we agree with you." Mm-hmm. He doesn't that speak for the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? Trump, look, Trump doesn't speak for the rest of us. I'm a whole business. <laughs> I agree with you. I support you. Mm-hmm. You are, you guys. Mm-hmm. I, we are with you, and they make it. They're right. a lot of them are making an effort. To change because it's a, it is a whole mm-hmm. changes is a whole practice, you know what I'm saying? It's, but it's you, a whole practice mm-hmm. to be able to change behavior that you had or not paying right. attention or turning that 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 cheek and um, ignoring things. So now that you can't ignore, um, when you get into it, when you when mm-hmm. you stand in it, you're gonna get burned in the process. When you stand mm-hmm. for Black Lives Matter or or NAACP or any um, African American organization, rights or justice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're gonna get burned because everybody mm-hmm. is not they're not into that change just yet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does, but also, least you know, change to this magnitude has not happened in so so very long. And I don't know if ever at this magnitude because it's been a long time and it's been a long time coming that change has had to be made. It needs to be made. And our young people are at the forefront of this. You know, change starts with our youth, and they have demanded it, and they're getting results. I don't recall ever 
seeing the type of results that we're seeing today. When was the last time we would get daily emails about supporting black lives, supporting black businesses? You mm-hmm. know, black photographers are being used. Black sections of, of, of magazines are being used. You know, we're now supporting black products. When have we ever seen a movement like this? Ever. Uh, back in the day. You know, so you can go. I mean, if you think about protests and when protests get a little stronger and a little aggressiver, aggressiver, if that's mm-hmm. the word, uh, you can go back to the Boston Tea Party. That was an aggressive mm-hmm. protest. And mm-hmm. they, they got results. Um, even if you go mm-hmm. to the Civil Rights Movement, at some point in time, that was an aggressive protest, and they got results. Right. Um, and so now but we're aggressively protesting. Even, okay, and even with the slaves, um, you know, they had an aggressive uprising, and there were mm-hmm. some results. So there, there's results, but they're, they're little baby steps, and we need the steps to be a little bit bigger than what they are. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud that they didn't stop in, at the beginning. They it carried on for weeks and they weeks kept and going. weeks, and I'm so very proud. You see how fast? You see how fast they turn mm-hmm. around legislation? Like, before, a bill has mm-hmm. passed for this. A bill has passed for that. A bill has passed for this. Like, they're like, listen, this is this is some seriousness, and they're not letting up. They're they're just right. not accepting mm-hmm. um, a a kind word. They want action. Mm-hmm. We need to give it to them. Let's go. We need to pass some laws. Pass this. Pass. And they're like out of the blue. Like we didn't even know they were talking about it, but it's like no knock law has passed. You, you got it passing around all around the state. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's but effective, you, but they can't stop. It is. It is. But you know what's even more effective? And I think that's making, and it's a push in the right direction, that the protesters have been so diversified. It's not just black youth out there. Exactly. From Mm -hmm. every culture across the board has been out there supporting the movement. And that has been one of the most dynamic things to see and observe and to be a part of. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Nick kind of apologizing, I still, I'm for him on, on both ends. Um, because what he has to understand, and we have to understand that he is a business. He is um, literally, basically a corporation. And so when he got with Viacom, he needs to get the rights back to some of the things that they negotiated out of that deal. And so mm-hmm. when that happens, you do got to apologize and understand why you're apologizing. It's just not like he's apologizing just because. He took the time to understand why the apology was a necessity because I'm quite sure mm-hmm. if he felt like it wasn't a necessity for him to apologize, I don't think he would have. Mm-hmm. And that's where the that's where true growth is: learning and you understanding, and you grow from it. Absolutely, a lot more people need to do that. <laughs> Child, growth is growth is hard, but it is a necessity. It's a necessity to mm-hmm. be able to grow and expand yourself. Um, a lot of times people want to go with 
whatever they feel in and say and that's the explanation, whatever they've rationalized in their minds to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People have literally rationalized in their mind that whatever hate crime they've committed is okay. Whatever their rationalization is. If a police officer mm-hmm. um, is beating someone, they rationalize in their mind why it was okay for them to do that. Mm-hmm. So that means that we as a people, all of us, no matter what color we are, have to fix our mindset. We got to unplug from the matrix and start looking at things in the right or wrong spectrum. Because if we rationalize it to be right, uh, if we don't do that, then we'll know and feel guilt for the things that we do that mm-hmm. are out of order. Mm-hmm. So it, it all starts in the mind. We have to change our mindset. We can't think the way we've always thought, no matter what color we are. And we can't mm-hmm. do and move the way we have always done. Those days are mm-hmm. over. Definitely is, and and not just here in the states. I mean, people are looking worldwide, you know, all over the world. As, as mm-hmm. we were talking about the with the protests, they they're happening in so many countries and continents. It's just it's it's a wonderful thing when people come together to support a cause. Absolutely, and speaking of causes, you know that um, Ocho Cinco and uh, Evelyn, we're back in the news. So apparently, um, Chad Ochocinco, the football player, um, made a comment that really offended his ex-wife. So they were married. Basically, they were married. They She found a receipt in the car for condoms, or she found something in the car that was out of order. They got into a fight in the car. He headbutted her. It just escalated from there. They got divorced. Now, that was just what we were told. Mm-hmm. So now that was in what 2012 or something like that. So now fast forward 2021, somebody made a comment about um, his career, and he said, you know, I made a bad judgment for three minutes, uh, and I lost everything, and I got it back, and that's why. Oh, they made a comment about him being happy all the time, um, and mm-hmm. he said that's why I. I allow myself to be happy all the time because I lost everything and I got it all back. And so she was upset. She did a live. She was crying. I actually is funny because I popped, she popped up on live um, in her car and Mm -hmm. she felt like him minimizing the the things and the problems that they had to three minutes was not right mm-hmm. because that was not the first time he had hit her. That was just the first time she had verbally, um, publicly announced something. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it's happened before. You know, that's her thing. It has happened before. This, that right. was not just the first time. That was just the first time I told people. Um, and so she mm-hmm. was clearly very upset um, about that. Uh, in her life that, you know, he was very insensitive when he made those comments, Mm -hmm. like he still has not come to terms that um, you were wrong on more than one occasion. Now, he may have, Mm -hmm. and he may have just, because, again, rationalizing and putting things together the way you feel, he's probably healed it in his own way. And maybe he's chopped chopped it up to three minutes. We don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He could have. Mm-hmm. Um, but she clearly is still healing from it. Mm. And everybody heals yeah, differently. She, yeah, and she's still clearly healing from that experience. And I think a lot of times it takes us a longer time to heal from certain things because we have a lot of baggage and things that we got to work through, ego and pride and, you know what I'm saying? All of that Mm -hmm. is a whole process. And so we want to send her um, just some healing, healing vibes uh, to help her Mm -hmm. because she's clearly still upset um, that Mm -hmm. she had to experience that. And I think anybody would be. Oh, yes. Mm. And, and that's hurt on so many levels when it's just relegated to three minutes after all that she knows that she has gone through. You know, we may not know all mm-hmm. the circumstances, but she does. And to, for it to be publicly said that it was three minutes is not only insulting and humiliating, but just hurtful. Absolutely. I definitely agree. It's just so much change. I think 2020 is the year of change on multiple levels, all kinds of levels mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, there's healing right. all across the world. Um, there's just healing happening. There's change happening. Mm-hmm. People are understanding mm-hmm. certain things. They're experiencing certain things. They're becoming more awake. Now, I think I posted the other day, I'm not woke, but I ain't sleep either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where, and I think that's a lot of people. Like, um, we're not woke. We, we we may not be like the aggressive protester, but we're not sleep either. We we right. got our eyes open right. to see what exactly is going on. And I think that's right. what's happening across the world in every country, um, and not just mm-hmm. about race issues, health. You know, we're not taking very good care of ourselves. We've put mm-hmm. all of our, our everything in these doctors to tell us what it is. And now that something has gone down, we get bits and pieces on what it should be. So now it's like people aren't taking that time to learn about themselves, make themselves health, healthier, take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So that when you go to mm-hmm. the doctor, you tell the doctor what it is. The doctor doesn't tell you what it is. Right. So true. And a lot of people have now have all that time to focus on self, whereas before it was absolutely so busy coming and so busy going that you you put yourself on the back burner if you're on the burner at all. Mm-hmm. So you have no no nothing else to do but focus on yourself and your health. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. We're gonna take a brief break and we will be right back. This is the lady okay. to let's chat. Newton Dame, 
get money. Don't get mad, get back. It ain't over. Till they say game over. Ball harder like MJ. Fast break, lane open. Watching for the task forces. I ain't trying to see the pin. Going half on the sack. Sipping on some single jeans. Too wild for them old heads. Wouldn't let me eat with them. They don't want to see me now. They don't want to see me then. Being fly with second nature. The money complimented that. Half swag before the bag. Now I got a bigger sack. Once the mic in 
nights, I just light up like a dashboard. Whole worth, I love y'all. B-Town, the same thing. Niggas that testify don't twist the black, you know it's bang, bang. Said I wouldn't fly shots. Oop is like, why not? These rap niggas, please don't let me catch you around my block. Cause I needed a verse just to help me get some relevance. Couple colors, couple numbers, these puppies think they better than us. Guess that's just a game, so I complied and took my medicine. Y'all might have the biggest ears, but I'm the only elephant. Appreciate it, Oof. Needed to get that off my chest. Oof and Twisted Black, man. The movement has begun. If you know for a fact that you tried to hold us back, the heavy hand is on the way. The heavy hand is on the way. Yeah. I'm the only elephant. Cause these niggas is Dumbo, don't make them elephant. Just cause these niggas is Dumbo, don't make them elephant. <laughs> Isn't it right, Sally? <laughs> these niggas is Dumbo, man. <laughs> but I'm the only elephant.
alright, alright. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia. I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Child, we was talking that talk. If y'all missed our our community talk session, just go back and hit our archives here on blogtalk.com. You can also catch us on iTunes. Um, and any really any podcast app, we go where you go, y'all know that. <laughs> we got our fa- our fabulous guest, Miss Inspirational Treasure. She's in here, coming to kick it with us in the chat room. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to me. I feel special, Hater. How you doing? We are good. We are good. We are good. How are you? I will not complain. Birthday weekend just left, and uh, Seven Eleven in the Uh-oh. building, so <laughs> had a good Turn weekend. Up. So we back to it, back to it. <laughs> That's Happy right. Birthday. Turn up, turn up. One time for the birthday girl. That's right. <laughs> so how does it feel? You're that one year older. How, how are you feeling about this thing you got going on with life? Man, I am excited. You know, God is good, and I won't complain about nothing whatsoever. It's been a challenging um, few years. This time last year, um, some other stuff was happening the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. So all I can say is that I'm extremely grateful, um, and hopefully that whole cycle is over and we're going to just have, you know, wonderful birthdays from this day forward, but um, I'm great. I feel good about it, and I also, you know, just I'm excited for the completion, right, because so many people are not making it, so, you know, I can't say that I'm not grateful. I am. I'm extremely grateful. Absolutely, absolutely. So I want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your journey. Okay. Uh, well, I am uh, Inspirational Treasure, as she announced. I'm also known as uh, Shalonda Treasure Williams, the author, um, Prophet Shalonda, the, the minister. Uh, I've, uh, gosh, man, I've done inspirational speaking. I've been award-winning at that. I'm best-selling as an author, just a mama. And when I say a mama, I'm a mama for real. I got a whole lot of kids, and I'm not going to go into that yet. But um, I am just <laughs> I'm just me. I'm me in this whole, you know, bringing every talent and gift together just to be used in this season to help other people to make it from where I was to where, you know, uh, they want to be and need to be in this season. That's it, me in a nutshell. Great when you know you know yourself. You know that makes the journey halfway done. Absolutely. Now, we we often talk about a goal moment here in the chat room. Um, And a goal moment is when thought and execution come together. A lot of times we are very mindful about how we speak into other people and how we speak to other people. And we're less mindful about how we do those things for ourselves. So for a lot of things that we are manifesting now, nine times out of ten, we've thought about them three or four or five times or years before prior, and we talked ourselves out of making those particular moves by saying, I don't have time, I can't do it, I got this, I got that. Giving our, We give ourselves excuses a lot of times. What was your goal moment like when you decided to uh, put your book out and start your journey? 
Oh. <laughs> Uh, you know, I come from a, a world like, like you know, I come from a world where um, a lot of what people do is based on what somebody else said they should do or had to do. Um, and for me, i kind of always been the radical one, I guess, the one that did things even though it may not have been, quote, unquote, the right thing to do or the acceptable thing to do or the rational thing to do. Um, I think the goal moment for me um, started years and years ago, but because of my, uh, you know, my battle with low self-esteem, I missed it a few times, right? And then eventually I got to the place, I think in 2007, um, I, again, I mentioned that I'm a minister, right? So in 2007, I got pregnant again for the fourth time out of wedlock, right? And I had just put together this book and I'm like, I'm about to publish, you know, God says, I'm going to do ministry. I'm going to go forward. I'm going to do this. Right. And then I get pregnant. So and after being, that's, that was after being abstinent for a while. Okay. So I got caught up, got pregnant. And so now I'm sitting there with myself and I have to decide whether I'm going to go forward with this book and still do what I believe I'm called to do or whether or not I'm going to sit there and waddle in my, my pity and my shame. Um, so I think the goal moment was when I decided to go ahead and send the book off and get it published anyway um, and just trust that everything was going to fall into place. And uh, so it doesn't mean that things haven't happened along the way, but that was 2007, y'all, and I'm here. It's, it's 2020, and I'm still publishing, still doing what God mm -hmm. has told me to do. And so, you know, once you get that goal, even if you got obstacles, most of the time you're going to keep going for the most part <laughs> if you mm -hmm. don't get too sidetracked. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. This is Tony. I want to ask you, you know, you said something that was kind of interested where you had to get mm -hmm. over the shame. Is it because of the, the environment or was it an internal shameness that you felt? And why do you think you felt that way? Um, well, because, because of, yeah, I would say it started with the environment, but a lot of it was because I developed my own relationship, as I would call it. And so, you know, mm -hmm. just like when you say you love your mom or you love your children or you love the person that right. you're with. It's just certain things you don't do or won't do um, to, to if you feel like you're going to hurt them, you know, and because uh -huh. of uh -huh. what I was taught and how things, you know, was for me, I just, I felt ashamed because it was almost like a slap on my mama's face, you know what I mean? But it was, it was God okay. because that's, that's how I live. And so for me, the shame came because I just felt like I messed up, but as a daughter, I couldn't stay there. If that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Do you feel that you, that, that, that also played a part in, in your growth from where, where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I will say this. I've grown a lot even in the shame department because I um really it is not and it's not it's not that I don't still strive to be the best me that I can be based on my belief system, right? Because you got to be true to whatever it is you say you're standing for. If you're standing for something, stand for mm -hmm. it. And that means you're going to have mm -hmm. some standards. You're going to have some guidelines. You're going to have don'ts, you know what I mean? Um but mm -hmm. I am at a place now where I uh, there's there's a scripture that says there's now no condemnation right to them that are in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus and so for me I had to really embody that right that even if mm -hmm. I do stumble even if I don't always get it right um, mm -hmm. living in shame would then put me in a position where I'm no longer living in faith and I can't do both does that make sense so I had to grow it out does. of it Absolutely. not that I don't still have 
Yeah, it's not that I don't still have moments, um, but I definitely, you know, I look at the relationship that I have and I say, you know, if I was in, you know, in a regular relationship, in a relationship with somebody that you love in the physical, there's just a certain mm-hmm. thing that you, you determine. I'm just, I'm not going to hurt them. It doesn't mean that I won't ever, but if I do, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to try it again and I'm going to be better the next time, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. make myself feel as if I can never fail. Mm. Absolutely. And that puts you in a winning that. position as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. What was the process like when you sat down to write your book? Because you've had uh, so many ups and downs that you had to overcome. Uh, talk a little bit about that process when you had to write your book um, and kind of go back through those things that you really felt that you had overcome. Did you find at some point in time that some of those things you really had not, like you still needed work on a few things? Um, with this particular book, and um, it's entitled No, I'm Not Okay, right? Excuse me while I unmask. So I had to um, really talk about the things that I had to deal with growing over time and what I made it through. And for the most part, most of those things I've dealt with over time, just coaching myself, being involved with my own coaches and being developed, right? Um, But what happened was, uh, to answer your question, I was supposed to release the book last year on my birthday, which was July 11th, and I I had a um, pre-sale going on, um, and I had to end it. I had to cancel it because during that, the few weeks before the book release, my dad was dying, right? So, um, and it's my biological mm-hmm. father. I already lost my father who raised me back in 2016 in July. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I um, I had to postpone the actual pre-orders, but I was determined that I was still going to do um, the release on that day. Well, come to find mm-hmm. out the reason why I could not release that, that day is because in three days my dad was going to die, right? And so now... Mm-hmm. I have oh, to wow. write in the book, not just in the past, right? Not just about my past struggles, not just about the molestations and the rapes and the hurt. Um, there's an actual mm. chapter in this book concerning my biological father, the relationship we had and didn't have, and how I had to forgive him. Well, now I have to write this last chapter of the book. It can't be released because Shalonda, again, now you're not okay. <laughs> um, but it was so strategic. Um, it hurt. But it was strategic Mm -hmm. because people needed to understand that even though there are things that I've overcome, there are also things that I still have to deal with from day to day and be honest about um, how Mm -hmm. it makes me feel, that I'm not always good and that things happen and this is how you're going to make it through it. So, That's a lot. Yeah. And and we were just actually just kind of talking about this. when you have to make those types of changes, um, it does something to you when you have those things, those relationships, and then you need closure. A lot of times we, we want to tell ourselves, because, again, it's what we rationalize in our mind and in our hearts, and we tell ourselves, I need closure. Um, and you said something mm-hmm. that was so powerful because you have to give yourself closure because the other person mm-hmm. didn't give it to you even if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And and when, so I wrote the first chapter about him, and, you know, it really was about not having that said relationship that people believe you're supposed to have. 
Um, it, it talks mm-hmm. about me calling me calling him on my birthday one day, and I think I was 14, and he didn't say happy birthday immediately, right? And so in my mind, you're my dad. You should have actually called me first. But now that I am right. calling you and you didn't say happy birthday right away, I'm in my feelings. Um, I also mm-hmm. believe that it went along with all the other negative things I had heard about him. So at this point, Shalonda made a decision. She's not going to um, talk to her dad. You know, she's mad. She's angry. She's in her feelings. She's going through the motions. Um, and so for seven years, from the age of 14 to 21, I held that. I loved him. Mm. I love seeing him walk in a building. You know, you still have that inner love, even though you're trying to be hard on the outside, right? And so, but mm-hmm. I did not bother with trying to chase a relationship or anything. Um, and then I was brought to his home. You know, I lived in um, that area for a while. I was brought to his home. We had to have a whole full-fledged conversation about it. He told me his end of the story. And honestly, from the perspective of another human being, the only thing I could do was say, you know what, I get it. You know, and I really meant it. I did. I got it because I had done so much that, like, (laughs) who was I to tell you, you know, that you just totally messed me up. It's all your fault. Not so. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't all his fault. Um, And -hmm. then so when I wrote that last chapter, you guys, really, it was so when I say strategic, so it was my birthday. Right. I'm visiting. We going back and forth and I'm going three hours back and forth from where I live to go see him. And this particular night, I said, I'm just going to stay overnight. I'm going to leave here and go get my sister, bring her back down so she can see my dad before he um, passes. Well, it's my birthday again, y'all. I ain't 14 no more, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I look, I, mm-hmm. I woke him up for a minute and I said, Daddy, it's my birthday. And he had this beaming, bright smile, y'all. And all he could all he could mutter was, Daddy loves you. Happy birthday, baby, right? And it brought me to tears. And I don't think nobody mm. really, I mean, not everybody will understand how significant that was, right, for me. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was significant. And then I left that same day. I drove all the way to Albany, New York, to pick my sister up because she was one of the only ones who didn't get a chance to see him. And on the 14th, that morning, they called to say, he's gone. Right. Um, so I didn't make it back down with her, but that little bit and it, that it brought closure for me because Shalonda, even though giving him years ago, it was just mm-hmm. that those words, that smile. Right. That recognition that this is my baby and I want her happy. I felt all that <laughs> in those little words. Right. <laughs> so, yes, it, it, it was me um, because had I had I had another frame of mind it wouldn't have made a bit mm-hmm. of a difference, and I would have still been holding a grudge to this day. So I'm grateful, grateful. Wow, that's powerful. But, you know, sometimes you that's have to amazing. give for self, you know, because mm-hmm. right. in order for you yourself to move on. So that forgiveness and then the closure, it was just, you know, that's, that's powerful and effective as it, well. It, it definitely yeah, definitely. It felt that way. <laughs> It felt exactly mm-hmm. how you talked it right now. Yes, it did. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. Absolutely. And so fast forward, you wrote your book. Um, where you were a minister before you wrote your book, correct? Before I wrote this one? Uh-uh. The last, the first one. 
the very first book, no, I was not ordained as a minister yet, but I was um I was still, you know, immersed in in church and ministry and um singing in the choir, you know, doing those things. So I was still very functional in um in church at the time when I wrote the first book. But I had I told myself, I just made my own vow and said, you know, Shalanda, you just gotta stop going in circles. You know, at this mm-hmm. time it wasn't just about the fact that I had been um, that I was just in church, but I was very promiscuous, you know what I mean? I was always trying to find yeah. that feeling, that love, that thing mm-hmm. that was going to mm-hmm. help me to feel better about all my other stuff, right? I mean, all the other past yeah. stuff. Um, and so it was me that said, you know, according to my relationship um, with Father God, I was just like, you know, I'm just going to make this declaration with myself because um, there comes a time where you just have to choose that you don't want to be that anymore. Um, and it had gotten to the point, y'all, where I was literally laying in the bed after being with these guys, and I would be crying. Can you imagine these dudes looking at me like, what the is wrong with this girl? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and that's so real, but that's real talk. But that is real right. talk because a lot of times, especially women, I think, I'm not even going to say women, when you find yourself dating guy after guy after guy or female after female after female, you're looking for something. You're looking for something yeah. in somebody else. You're looking for a happiness that you're expecting somebody to give you. You're looking for a feeling that you're expecting somebody to give you. And all in all all the time, all along, everything you needed you already had. You had to give it to yourself though. Can't nobody give it to you. And right. when you're in yeah. in those positions, it's like I thought this was gonna make, I thought this was gonna make me feel better. Just like uh, somebody a, mm-hmm. a, addicted person uh, chasing a high, you're gonna keep right. chasing it, and because it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, that wasn't it. Or eating, you know, I love to eat, but have you uh-huh. ever ate something and just been so hungry, like, oh, I guess I gotta have, and you get it, you're like, no, that wasn't it. Right. <laughs> I want to eat. That now you disappointed right, because I did hard. all of that to get this, and now this one even it. You know, that has to be hard. So let's talk a little yeah, bit about hard. going into your life coaching position because that means that you have to take all of those things that you learned about yourself and and mm-hmm. practices into other people to help them grow. What was that process like yeah. when you decided to 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 become a life coach? Um, it was pretty easy because um, I just kind of realized that it was it was the same as just you know as walking in ministry, right? For me, it was like a completion. You know, it was like, oh, this is what that's called. You know what I mean? Because I had always been that girl. Like I had always been the one, even in my own place of hurt and pain and pity to want to mm-hmm. see other people prosper and want to not just prosper in, in, in finances, but in health and their mind and their self-esteem. So even when I was mm-hmm. going through the motions, it brought me joy to see other people win. Right. So I, I would be the go-to person anyway. The one that people come to to talk about the smallest things, the biggest things, whatever. So when I, when I found out that there was a such thing as what they call a life coach, I just thought, wow, there's a name for it. That's dope. Let mm-hmm. me do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Now, I want to ask you, uh, I want to just go back a little bit. This is Tony. You know, uh, with this, you know, this recent shutdown that we've had, we've been experiencing for the last 
several months. You know, you seem like a person that's really in tune to you, your feelings, and how you perceive yourself. Have you learned anything new about yourself during this time of 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 being, you know, in the house? Any type of self reflection that you've learned about yourself? Um, I I have done a lot of self reflection, and I think. <laughs> Y'all are asking some really awesome questions because it's like all the things I, I, I really, really, my sister died in, in February. Okay. So, um, and we were really close. Uh, and again, you know, just from the perspective of being this one that's done church forever, you know, it's some, it's certain things you just told, you know what I mean? Oh, she's better on the other side. It's a glorious time. Everything's wonderful. She's glad she's with the Lord, you know, all this different stuff. And I, I would be the one to encourage people and stuff like that all the time. But at this point, I realized that I didn't have anything to give. I didn't have anything mm. to say. I didn't have anything to pour out. And it was okay. I mean that's mm. that's revelation. I'm all my inbox stays full. My my messages stay full. I I love being used. I really do. So I'm never like I don't have to turn off. I don't normally. And I mm-hmm. just didn't have anything. And it was okay. So I learned mm-hmm. about myself one that you know though it's okay to not be okay because I don't have no problem with unmasking about the other stuff that hurt me and broke me and messed me up, but I've never been here. And so Mm -hmm. now it's a new thing. I want to try to cover it. I want to try to hold it. I want to try to fix it and speak certain things over it. But no, Shalonda, you ain't good, right? And it's Mm -hmm. okay, right? So I had to learn that it was okay for me to grieve. Right, because I had done, like I said, the, 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 the other stuff, the molestations, the rapes, the, all those different things. I learned how to bounce back real quick and for, forgive people for what I felt like they did to me. But in this moment, I have absolutely nothing left, and I don't want to have anything left. Yeah, I, I was, we, went, we had to speak. My oldest sister preached, and I had to give a three-minute message about my sister. I, I have shaky legs. I'm I'm standing on stilted legs, y'all, trying to walk up here to give this three minutes. It had been the hardest thing I ever had to do, literally. Mm-hmm. And I went up there, mm-hmm. stood there trying to talk, and I told the people, my family, friends, I said, y'all are so used to me praising on a on a whim. I have no problem with my hallelujahs or none of that in the worst situations. But right now, I ain't got no fake in me, and I don't have to have no fake in me. So if I didn't learn nothing mm-hmm. else, y'all, <laughs> nothing <laughs> else during this time, it was you ain't got no fake in you. And I really don't, I don't even like faking anyway, so that's just the word I'm using. But there's mm-hmm. there's nothing that I have to pretend like I have right now if I don't have it. Right. I just don't. Right. Absolutely. Right. That was but that's good. what we cannot that say here, that, was, you know? that was the word. It's <laughs> it was, and, and it's okay to not be okay, you know, and, and some people right. just need to get to the realization that that is just so true. Yeah, and they have absolutely. to start asking themselves why. I think a lot of times we don't ask, we, we want to ask somebody else why they did something, why they felt away, but we never ask ourselves why. We never um, 
inquire about our intentions on whether we're mad, sad, happy, or glad. We don't ask ourselves why enough. Now, with all of this that you were going through, what was the best advice you were given? I think that was, I think that was, um, no, there was somebody who told me, uh, my, my spiritual mom, this, this was the perfect example. She said to me, I love you, Shalanda. I love you. And I pray that you get out of this dark place. But if you don't get out of this dark place, I still absolutely love you. I'm going to love you. And so I think just her saying that word, those words gave me even more permission. It wasn't anything that people could say to me that was going to really change what I was thinking or feeling, right? Um, But just her saying those words uh, made me feel as if I not just only had permission to be sad or be depressed or be grieved, but I just had permission to just be right, Shalanda, at any given time, and that true love and real love coming from the heart of a person is still possible. So I think that just encouraged mm. me, really, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I want to, everybody's talking about the Red Table Talk um, and Will and Jada. That's like everybody's, everybody's conversation, but Will said something so powerful. Um, when you can be in a relationship, and now they were talking about marriage, but I mean in any relationship, and still mm-hmm. be loved no matter what. Like if you mess up, um, you're still loved. Uh, you're still mm-hmm. accepted, even if you mess up. They don't have to like it. They don't have to approve it. But right. you don't lose those things you value the most if you mess up. Right. Like it's a necessity for us to be secure in knowing that no matter what it it, is, no matter what I'm doing, she going to still love me. No matter what I go through, no matter ups and downs, she's like, listen, there's nothing you could do. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Whatever it is you're going through, there's nothing you can do. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I think more people need to see, you know, hear that and, and to experience that because I I felt that that you just said I really did. Yeah, yeah, I did. That it, it unconditional love is that you know, and that and that doesn't mean that we're going to be in this full fledged relationship with everybody all the time because everybody's not compatible. We know compatibility is a thing. It's a truth, right? Um, and so everybody's not going to just be stuck like that all the time. But unconditional love, simply put, it just means that. It means that when you show up and everything is not perfect, you're still going to be okay in that particular relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you That's right. just to, to yeah, to know that if my face is dirty, I have I have a um, a chapter in the book. And the way that I wrote the book was uh, in journal entries. It was like me going back and acknowledging God or telling him what I thought he was at the time. Like the first chapter, it says, I think, dear God, that everybody's talking about that I'm not even sure right now exists, right? So that's my heading to mm-hmm. him, and then I begin to talk. You know, like somebody should have blew a horn or something, you know. Um, and so I did it in journal entry form, and I have a, one of the um, the dear guys' 
dear God of the ungloved hands, right? Meaning that you don't even have any gloves on or whatever, but you still handling me. You still loving me. You love me when I'm dirty. You love me. Because treasure, the the name treasure, right, um, the person who named me that, he said a treasure is a treasure even if it's hidden underneath the dirt. It still is. Mm. It just hasn't been discovered. So wow. when I was talking to when I was writing this entry, that was my thought process. Man, you're the ungloved. You have ungloved hands. When a person can love you with no gloves on, I can handle you with no gloves on. I'm not worried about my hands getting dirty. I'm not worried mm-hmm. about, you know, you cutting me. I'm not worried about all that. I'm still going to handle you. I'm still going to love you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a, that means, I, and I try to live my life like that every day. But when she said it to me, my spiritual mom, it, it changed the dynamics of everything. It just, it just, it was that thing that you just knew without a doubt she meant. And it was beautiful. Um, that's my, what happens my, all the time. My, my. You tell somebody I'm leaving, 
I'm out. Okay, bye. You know what I'm saying? And and if you want to fix that thing, that, that means that you, the lever, has to backpedal to fix it. Mm-hmm. If you can, mm-hmm. depending on the way in which you did what you did and how how you know how it was done and how that person feels. But you know, a lot of people when they 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 use their their exit option as a way to shake up and create change sometimes or or loosen up a little bit um, instead mm-hmm. of saying let's talk this thing out. You know what I'm saying? What you said was, was mm-hmm. so true that so many people need to know that if I'm not leaving you and you're not leaving me, then we need to talk this thing out. We're already aware that change has to happen mm-hmm. somewhere. Now we have to, right. in our unconditional love, we got to talk it out and figure out how to get this thing together. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you're going to have to backpedal. <laughs> my, my. My my, because <laughs> <laughs> it had a, it yeah, had a little quality sound to it when she said so. <laughs> right, because when she said so, I was like, oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Listen, you know, you know what, you know, it's been great. What's been really great when this weekend came mm-hmm. up. Now, he, this man has loved me for thirty years, thirty years, oh, and I. We've known each other that long, but I was the one who was backpedaling. I was like, oh, I can't do it because <laughs> he's a good guy, right? I don't know if I, this is one of the points that I learned. Like, y'all were talking about what we learned. He, I had to now realize that he's good. So there must be something in me that feels unwhole, un, you know, broken, whatever, that I feel like mm-hmm. if I get with this good one, I'm going to mess it up. Now, I'm back mm. to people. Oh, we, we, we're that in relationships all the time, right? We're the ones that's, that's, that's doing the unconditional loving while they're doing all the jacked up stuff. But I mm-hmm. am now afraid that if I give him the opportunity to love me, because I do love him, right, because we've been friends forever, but I love him so much, I'm trying to protect him from me because he's a mm. good But this is the dude we've been that's praying for. That's this strong. This is the dude we've been yeah. asking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I made a post on Facebook one day, and I said, sometimes you don't even realize the insecurities that you have anymore until you don't have a reason that's to right. have them. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. when you and when you don't have a reason to have them, and you begin to look at the thing, and you're like, "Man, what is wrong with me? Let me get myself together," because you're tripping. It, mm-hmm. It's it's something. It's something to learn. Just all this stuff that you learn when you really just release and say, "Okay, I'm I'm open for the manifestation." It's crazy. So, 30 years of loving me, me backing up, not giving in until now. Um, mm-hmm. And and. I'm, and he again. He's not. He's not me. We're two different people. Um, but in his mind, he wants to protect me from all the stuff in ministry and all these different things that I that I live through on a daily. Right. Um, mm-hmm. He wants to protect. I'm trying to protect. We. You know. It's. It's not for us both to have to right. do it. Right. So now, now we got to figure out what it is that who the enemy is, so that we can protect together. Right. Right, mm-hmm. right, and, and that and that you don't self sabotage it. 
That's that's really that's it. Right. You don't self sabotage because of what you don't see in you. Um, again, I, I I had yeah. I had those little insecurities, didn't even realize that I still had insecurities. Um, and, and he's, you know, just standing there, and the only thing he wants me to do is win. And it doesn't matter whether oh. I win with these locks, whether I win with a bald head, whether my eye crossed when I got a little old or something. It, you know what I mean? It would still be. Uh, <laughs> Mm. It Girl, you better hold on. You better hold on. Time. He's a real jewel. He's a treasure. <laughs> right, that's it because is. most of the time we love a man and all his flaws. Because men are right. visual. So they love what they right. see. And if it don't look pretty, then most of the time they take me and got issues. Um, but mm-hmm. when somebody <laughs> can really scratch and see your soul and they, they still love you, in spite of all of your flaws, yeah. a man giving that type of love—that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, you know, you can get tempted to be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna go and tuck up under this arm and just just go away from all of it," because there's a lot that goes along with you know being mm-hmm. in ministry and you know, uh-huh. um, it, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. It's a lot sometimes, y'all. It's a lot because it's always somebody scrutinizing. You know, we scrutinize the other uh-huh. human beings and um, over mm-hmm. some Judgment. of the pettiest stuff, y'all. And even when um, he was though. announced, there was the the people who um, literally want to see you fail. They don't want you to win. They was there when mm, you yeah. were, when the prophecies was being given. They was there when and they was cheering you on. Then go, girl! It's your season. Yes, yeah, it's your time. And then as uh-huh. soon as your time comes and, and, your, and your smile is genuine and all that. Then there's well, you don't think it's a little too much, too fast, too soon, too big. Mm-hmm, Y'all mm-hmm. hear what I'm saying? So it's a lot mm-hmm. that goes along with that. So sometimes you do want to tuck and hide and say, you know, I'm gonna just go ahead in this embrace and just chill. Um, but right. we, you know, in talking about it, having conversation, and I was just venting and saying, look, I was just about to just be done because if I can't even, mm-hmm. if you can't celebrate the manifestations that I sold for. That I sold for. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, 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 put uh-huh. in, I put time in, you know, for this. So, and you can't celebrate me. I wanted to just be done. He was like, you know what? You know me. I, I just line them all up in a room and get the box in. But <laughs> you can't. Do and it. not so just even if I want to celebrate you authentically, celebrate you. You know, because a mm-hmm. lot of times, especially in relationships, you don't have that authentic celebration. You know, they have, right. they celebrate you. I call it backhanded support. And backhanded support are mm-hmm. those that uh, say they support you, but in their mind or behind your back, they're saying, well, when this fails, she's just going to do this, like I was telling her to do. You know, their intent behind their mm-hmm. support is really for you to mm-hmm. do what it is that they feel that you need to be doing. Because sometimes people don't see you going beyond where they see themselves even possibly going. So because they see mm-hmm. their limits, they put their they they put their limits on you. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm out and visibly hold you back. Yeah, that's right. And we ain't got time for that. It's time for celebration. Mm-hmm. It's time for joy. That's it's right. time for. Um, I did. I made the comment. I asked, you know, um, what would you say if I told you I had to open up a whole church? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I would say. What you need me to do to support it? Let's just keep it moving forward. So it's, um, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> I was just 
That's uh, awesome. I'm definitely just looking forward to the, the wonderful things that can happen when people realize that it's okay not to be okay. Um, and mm-hmm. we work on the people who they've been confiding in that caused them to feel like it's, it's not okay to be okay. Yeah. Um, we pray that they change, you know, that we pray that they get some insight too along the way so that we don't continue to be a stumbling block for people and make them feel like they right. can't trust anybody. You know, we want everybody to do us right. We want everybody to do mm-hmm. us well. We want everything to be good for us, um, but we don't want to fix our hearts to be the same. Um, so we're just trying to yeah. impact everybody across. Um, it's going to be amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm excited, 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 excited. <laughs> well, we can hear it in your I voice. love it. <laughs> and I'm excited for you. And I'm proud of you in advance. In advance. I'm proud of you in advance. I said I'm proud of you in advance. Go, girl, in advance. <laughs> I love that. You know what? You sound like me. My when I get off of my broadcast, I say stuff like, uh, "I love you just because I can." Um, so when you said you celebrate me in advance, that definitely was one of those things. You know, I, thank you. Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very so proud of you. You always yes, welcome to come are. back. Any time. Now, you know, here on Let's Chat, what you don't know, it's your first time. What T likes to give fun questions. I don't know nothing about the questions. I don't do that part. That's all T. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what she's going to ask you. Oh, oh, <laughs> but I was like, well, oh, you care. I just want you to be prepared. <laughs> well, it's going to be a fun question. It's a fun question. You know, we always try to take it easy on our first timers because <laughs> we, we want you to oh, come back. <laughs> But it's just a fun question, and we thank you so much for sharing you and your treasure and your journey with us. We really appreciate you. But your fun question is, in your pocketbook, you have two newly minted U.S. coins that come to the sum of 30 cents, but one of them isn't a nickel. What two coins are in your purse? Um... (laughs) One is not a nickel. Mhm. <laughs> Wait. Um. Come on, you got this, girl. Come on. <laughs> I. Oh my God, two points. One is not a nickel. I don't. It's there. I can I hear you know. thinking. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> I, I, I am trying to think, but I really, I don't know. And I'm probably going to seem so dumb when the answer comes, but oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's your final answer? <laughs> that's don't my know. final answer. Okay, the two coins are a nickel and a quarter. The quarter isn't a nickel. <laughs> Well, that was fun, and I'm I'm tripping. That was was fun. That was a good one. I get more joy out of. I don't know what I cracked myself up, girl. (laughs) 
man. I got more when you come back, okay? Be prepared. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. I'll be ready. I think. I think I'll be ready. <laughs> You're right. We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. We want you to shout out all your social media, um, any events, virtual events, or interviews that you have coming up. Let them know when your show runs so that they can tune in. Well, uh, from my show, I am on a small hiatus. Uh, I'll be back mm-hmm. to do a new season um, in a in a couple of months. Um, but they can still follow me at Inspirational Treasure on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Periscope. Um, my website is www.theinspirationaltreasure.com. Uh, you can go there to get connected, to get books, to do all those awesome things. Um, but definitely stay tuned to my page because, you know, you never know when I'm going live. You never know when I'm going to minister. You never know when I'm going to, um, you know, really just encourage or pray or whatever. So just stay connected. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I'm connected. We thank you once again. I'm connected. I even deleted somebody just so we could connect. Because <laughs> I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. It's gonna, whatever it is, it's going to be good, and I don't want to miss it. Oh, man, y'all are dynamic. I love it. Thank you so much for having me, Um, and I I just appreciate it. I really do. I'm honored. You are so very welcome. And we thank you for coming to kick it with us in the the chat room. Yes, ma'am, you are welcome back anytime. Oh, well, you put it up, and I'll be here. All right, everybody, have a good night. (laughs) Okay, you too. You too. (laughs) Bye-bye. That was awesome, Leash. I enjoyed her energy. <laughs> that way, that was fun. And I just love the way just she's just so just beyond her energy, just just her words, just her being mm-hmm. able to um, kind of pour into other people and just not really expect to know that that's what she's doing. Right. I love it. We hope you guys enjoyed that as much as Lisa and I did. Absolutely, absolutely. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us in the chat room, and we will see you on Monday. Have a good night. Motherfucking president, nigga. Y'all better listen to me. What? Let's get it. Green man, 30 on me. Big bag, dirty on me. Yo ho, working on me. My niggas, working homie. Hit his ass, laser tag. Fit it round, fit it round, drum. Hundred round, hundred round, drum. Mop him up when.